Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it, we need to talk to someone we about it. We need to talk to someone about it. Mary, let's play hotel. <laughs> what a game. Like, I can see why Bandit is a bit dubious on this one at the start. To be fair, always a bit dubious. Is there ever a game that's introduced where he doesn't just roll his eyes and goes, oh, no, not insert game he here into keepy uppy i'll give him that <laughs> and who wouldn't be into keepy uppy hey, it involves the leaf blower <laughs> um hotel like do you get a faulty towers vibe totally from, yeah so i actually went to faulty towers i was reporting what? on it so we lived in um the south of england for a little while in devon beautiful part of the world and um, I worked at a newspaper down there. And because I was the resident overseas um, uh, curious, <laughs> I don't know, person, yeah. um, they, uh, they, they used to send me to all the random events that like happened down there. Value. Yeah, Excellent. and they sent me to the hotel that inspired Faulty Towers because they did a relaunch with Prunella Scales oh my who plays Sybil. Yep. It was amazing. <laughs> they had an ice statue. It was of really... <laughs> is awesome it was actually yeah probably so the highlight of there is a hotel that trades on being like faulty tower well it's a tra- <laughs> the weird thing is it trades on the hotel that inspired faulty towers okay. so apparently the um so like john cleese and some of the monty python crew i think yeah. were staying at this terrible hotel in torquay <laughs> oh in england gosh. And um, that was what inspired the Faulty Towers uh, TV series. And then, um, yeah, then this hotel decided rather than hide from the shameful past of being the worst <laughs> hotel. In, lean in. Lean in. Actually make it quite fun, but, like, really capitalise on the we were the hotel that inspired Faulty Towers and now we're quite nice. I don't know what's happened to that hotel, by the way. Did you stay the night? No, 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 no. no. Right. We lived up the road, so okay, that would have been well, weird. That, that makes my next question a bit redundant you do was there a crazy pillow (laughs) oh bingo we have a guest i want to be a crazy pillow no you're the crazy hotel helper i love bingo's determination all through this game to just she's got her one trick and she just wants it (laughs) she just wants to be the crazy pillow let bingo be the crazy pillow and i think the the big my big takeaway from this is you know never argue with a toddler because they play a long game like they will get their way eventually and i've seen that play out over and over again at our house hotel or no hotel um where does this start (laughs) Uh, kids no kids yeah no kids what a great game for when you're making the bed like i have been able to make at least well uh weekends i usually change all the sheets in our house i don't know how often you do yours do you have to change sheets yeah um but anyway and um usually i've got um will just dragging on my heels the whole time and the best way to get him helping in inverted commas is uh-huh. for him to be made into the bed kids no kids so you say housework hack i don't know if chili by the end of this episode would agree <laughs> no and I, I really don't think she would <laughs> yeah um we don't find out bandit who bandit is in this um or even bluey possibly but uh, we do know about slobber though <laughs> Is that name? Bingo. bingo, grab a suitcase. No, my name is Lobba Oh, yes. Grab a 
up his suitcase, Lobba Dobba? Oh, I love the name. <laughs> like, it's the, probably the most doggy name in the whole show. <laughs> like, I, I want a dog just to call it it's very, Lobba Dobba now. Very Pavlov, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can imagine, like, a bulldog or something, you know, just, yeah, being a Slobba Dobba. Yeah. yeah, but I wonder, Dad is um, very much, like, officious businessman, so <laughs> I wonder if he, this is the hotel he caught the plane to in taxi. Oh, oh, oh I see whether or not, yeah, yeah, but, like, very frustrated businessman <laughs> even. Um, is there another kind, really? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've, from the get-go, like, this hotel is a bit sus. I love Bluey's. Um, we are very nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hello, how are you? We are very nice. Yeah. <laughs> what a greeting. We should just, yeah. 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 Um, Bond said it a few times, and, yeah, I have to agree with him. Anyone who introduces himself is very nice. You're probably going to take it at face value. <laughs> oh, really? See, I always, um, I always get sceptical with people when they're like, so I'm just a really chilled out, relaxed kind of person, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you are the opposite of chilled out and relaxed. no drama. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, and relate. And um, Basil Fawlty esque performance, we should say as well, by Bluey. She is uh, really trying to run a tight ship. A nice little nod to the parents where Bandit is like, This will do nicely when she says, <laughs> And there's a lady in the shower. <laughs> Yeah, what I don't a, know what any dad that's going to argue with that. <laughs> You've got to hand it to Bluey. She's very honest. Yeah. Um, we said Faulty Towers, but there was another great British um, comedy series called British Empire. Did you ever watch that? No. Pretty Tell much me the same premise as Faulty Towers, but it was like a health club. Oh. And the very much Basil Faulty um, character at the centre of it all, his catchphrase was, everything is under control. And of course it never was. But I reckon Bluey might even say that in this episode. Um, and yeah, I was getting very much uh, Faulty Towers slash British Empire vibe. British but, Empire, yeah, I've never seen it. Was it like an 80s, 90s? Uh, maybe early 90s. Yeah. Um, BBC-ish. Like I'd imagine, like I watched it as a kid and my dad loves that kind of comedy. Yeah. I reckon and we would have watched um, Faulty Towers a million times yeah. uh, at his behest. Um, but similar, similar strains. I don't know how well it would have held up. There was there was a um, receptionist who was always pregnant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, just kept all her babies in the drawers of this, like, very weird. Um, I don't know. That's, that's the bit that stuck out to my probably seven-year-old memory. So, I don't yeah. know. There might have been more going on that I wasn't understanding. <laughs> The situation where just everything's <laughs> falling apart is just a classic comedy go-to, isn't it? And oh. they do it really well here. There are so many um, shows that, I mean, uh, hotels are rich with drama anyway. You've got constantly revolving characters coming in in and out of the doors. You've got um, plenty of scenarios for mischief and mayhem. <laughs> uh, yeah, and... 
Bingo really plays the Manuel to the bluey Basil Fawlty beautifully here. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Disappointed there wasn't a hamster slash rat. <laughs> but perhaps. Um, and we've seen the preview for season two now. It does look like oh some God, of the games so get revisited. Perhaps they'll make it back to the hotel and there will be a hamster slash rat. We can, we can only hope. What sort of did you take out of this episode, Mary? A few things. Like, I don't, th- I think probably in terms of an overall message, this is probably one of the lightest touches. Like, I, I wasn't getting any real sort of life lessons out of this apart from play nicely together and take it in turns. Mm. Um, and that the which news is, is very shouty. <laughs> yeah. The news is so shouty. Yeah. Um, and it's worth holding on to the remote control. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I love the setup. It's, it's an early episode and I wondered if you were going to be taking notes cause it does seem to be a good tour of the house. Were, were you sketching like no. an architectural style floor plan no. as this episode rolled? No, I, I definitely was not. Um, but yeah, again, like the never ending corridors upstairs <laughs> with the mystery downstairs land. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we, I think we saw behind every door upstairs, including including obviously the toilet. Loved Bandit's take on that. <laughs> and we have this room. Hey, do you mind? <laughs> oh no, too stinky. <laughs> it's a good episode that really introduces the healer house and is completely contained within it as well. Mm, absolutely. What about you? Well, I kind of covered Bandit and Chili's bedroom, I have oh, to say. Oh man, isn't it spacious? Yeah, I know. So much room, a nice veranda, bathroom. Light, just oh, well yeah. changed sheets like, that's a bonus <laughs> wouldn't happen at our house um but yeah that is the blessing of a queenslander those bedrooms are just so big and the ceilings are so high <laughs> and the verandas are so oh when are we moving to queensland again oh yeah tell me about it it's um we've had a week of intense humidity here in melbourne and yeah i'm feeling it but if this is like queensland for three months of the year maybe we can do some sort of timeshare arrangement <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Yeah. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> um, let's get to the music because we've had our excellent correspondent Wade check in on this one. Oh, yes. He pointed out a few things that I think were really worth noting. Now, the music kind of flips a bit. It goes between almost a Parisian kind of feel, that light lilting um, music, and then uh, banjo strumming bluegrass for slobber dobber <laughs> the crazy pillow and um what a combo like i love how it flips back and forward yeah because we did try syrying and um shazamming the music <laughs> this time and thank you so much to the people on uh was it wade again who identified a uh, funiculi funicular we had a few people weigh in on that yeah which was the music for um follow the leader yeah in daddy put down yes yes, yes. So, um, yeah, why, why, why have Shazam and Siri been invented? You just have a podcast, get good listeners, <laughs> know everything, absolutely and put it out there. You it know, seems to work. We're not pretending to be authorities on Blue by any means. I think, you know, the hive mind is a wonderful, be- beautiful beast Bless that we it. need to take advantage of at every turn. So, yeah, if you know what this music is, please do let us know. Um, yeah, I wondered if it was some sort of like minuetty, classically composed position that they've maybe I don't know enhanced a little bit and then put in 
the definite hits, you know, to match again the action on the screen. Yeah, so. and again, um, music cuts out for the punchline instead of trying to play it up. Yeah, um, which is yeah it seems to be the go-to technique. Yeah, for the music team. Um, Wade also pointed out it's a Celeste, which I don't think I've ever seen in the flesh. Uh, um, But whenever Bandit goes to sleep, it's that Celeste playing. So they haven't overworked the... um the Brahms lullaby. Yeah, I know yeah. we've seen that in a couple episodes, but this time, yeah, Bandit isn't being lulled to sleep. It's just the music of the Celeste playing. Yeah. Um, what is a Celeste? Oh, um, well, we could Google it. <laughs> <laughs> let, okay, me, cool. let me find out. The worst thing is, man, I've seen them in orchestras many times, <laughs> and I honestly... My like, brain is like. What I'm thinking like tiny little violin, maybe. Mm, is, or, no, it's... Um, it's not uh, even strings? No. Oh, so a Celesta is an idiophone, which is operated by a keyboard. So it looks a bit like an upright piano. Oh, yeah. Uh, smaller keys, smaller cabinet, or it can be a large wooden music box. Ah. So it's the keys connected to the hammer. Okay. You say you've seen it in the orchestra. I think I've um, seen it on Wiggles. So oh. <laughs> we've got this totally covered. Yeah, between the two of us. Um, yeah, so it is a member of the percussion family and yeah, classification idiophone. So what there a great word, idiophone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know a few idiophones, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> it's like a low level PG insult, isn't yes, it? You know, definitely. in the orchestra of life, you're an idiophone. Oh. Here's a bit of random fact about the Celeste. Hedwig's theme from Harry Potter oh, yeah. is played on a Celeste. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hedwig's yeah. the owl, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, well, that's, yeah, it goes with sleepy time kind of music, doesn't it? Like you'd think magically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's hidden code in the Harry Potter music. Oh my God, you could go down such rabbit. <laughs> And we do. And we do. I've just clicked on a Radio Times article and the subheading is do, 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 Oh my gosh. That is the subheading on this article. Anyway, we digress. Just slightly. Nothing new. Um... Back to season two and the huge hype that um, there is around that announcement and the fact it's going to be out on March 17. Um, I managed to get across the the story in the Australian newspaper oh. that caught up with the whole Ludo team and um, talked about, you know, what a phenomenon Bluey is basically and yeah. then previewed a bit of season two. Um, had one fact that just made me so happy. So in... Um, um, fruit bat. Yes. We know that a bit of the storyline revolves around dad not having time to play touch footy anymore. Yes. Um, the the interviewer, Andrew McMillan, who's a Brisbane uh, writer and also a Brisbane dad, yeah. um, asked the, the best question of Joe Brum, is he back playing touch footy? And he is! Oh. He's on a Ludo team. So um, that is lovely. Bless. But that leads to a question that I have from this episode. Oh, yes. Has Chili managed to have a shower yet without chaos ensuing while she's gone for five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the follow-up question to that. Like, I'm hoping so. I hope for that in my life. But 
I don't know. It's it seems like a dream too far. Almost Shower, showers are always high risk activities, especially when like um you know it's fine kind of when they're very little because mm. you can put them in like a bouncer sort of yeah and just have them stare at you in the shower. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. That like was a weird time in retrospect. It is very strange. And then when they're a bit older, you can get um. Did you ever have like a wheel of um fun? Like you know no. they're like a play center oh yeah sit the baby did. in the middle yeah. we used to a call it the up. office because like it looked like it's they were in very the multitasking yeah, yeah stand up desk even. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, it was ahead of its time yeah, really. <laughs> it really is um you know and they always get very busy and look very serious when they're in them um anyway so yeah you've got those options now that the kids are older it's sort of like mm, yeah look pretty happy in front of abc kids uh, can true. i leave you alone for yeah five minutes i to spend have a my whole shower now just going through all the like oh where are all the matches in the house yeah, what about <laughs> batteries mm, yeah um nothing bad has happened yet while i've been in the shower but no i know what you mean i've uh yeah switched from morning to night <laughs> mainly so once the kids are in bed oh it's okay you can shower yeah, for more than two now. seconds without freaking out bandit I'm just having a quick shower, then I'll give you a hand cleaning the room. All good. Yeah, but yeah, shower time. I miss having showers, like proper showers. Like, you know, whatever happened to the days of like, you know, you could take a morning to just do some personal <laughs> grooming. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah. But one day, one day. Bluey, I want to be a crazy pillow. No, you're the news. <gasps> and lightning. <laughs> no, I'm not playing. You're bossing me around. The biggest element of this episode is the disagreement between Bluey and Bingo. Yeah. And it plays out in so much of their play. Like, really, it happened in the very first episode in Magic Xylophone. And we're almost at that stage again here where Bluey's just not taking Bingo into account in mm, the play. Mm, mm. How do you, like, as a parent, how do you manage that? Because you're always going to have one kid who's a bit more you know with the big ideas and overriding the other one um and it does it just doesn't seem to cut it just saying oh come on take it in turns when you know a, a game is as elaborate as hotel <laughs> how do you take it in turns <laughs> who knows but you know i think at least bingo is demonstrating good behavior i think in the fact that she's not letting bluey boss her around she just goes like no I'm out. Yeah. And I think that's actually a super effective strategy. I was talking about this at work, actually, with one of my friends, Mel, and she was talking about um, her second child is so much happier to, like, play on their own or do their own thing compared to child number one. And, yeah, it's just really interesting because it made me think about Will. And Will's actually really good at going off and playing on his own for 20 minutes if he sees that yeah. I'm tied up. And, yeah, I just thought that's a really effective strategy. Bingo was like, no, nah, I'm out. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to do my own thing until you come to the party. So, you know. And I think, I think Granny's as well. That's exactly what she does. She's realised she's, you know, there's power in the union almost. She's on yeah. strike. Yeah. <laughs> And it's a the pretty French, you know, <laughs> yeah. like do it so well. So maybe this is something we could all learn. But yeah, you could go off, do your own thing, and then the other person comes. Yeah, back. and and um, yeah, Bluey has to come to the negotiating table. It's great. They they don't need um protracted. Uh, what is that word? <laughs> um, oh man, I haven't covered a union story for a oh. while. 
um, anyway, whatever it is. Um, yeah, it doesn't need like, to it be. It doesn't need to be an ABA yeah, or anything. Yeah. But yeah, bingo does get her way in the end. So I think it's a. I think it's maybe even a little um, a life hack for the the second children yeah, yeah. of this world or the um the the children that aren't the bluey of the family. Yeah. Do you reckon that's going to be a thing that? Uh, child psychologists in years to come will refer to the bingos and the blueies. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I know. I listened to that podcast, um, Parental as Anything, with yes. Maggie Dent. And she, she has something that splits them up. I think it's like lions and lambs maybe oh. or – um, and, you know, lions, obviously, blueies, lambs. Uh, I'd have to check that, actually. But, um, but yeah, there's some kind of animal dynamic. Yeah. And, yeah, you, you, as soon as you hear it, you, you can just apply it to every kid you know. It's so true. Probably every adult you know, too, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> ah, TV. Always people shouting at each other. Click. All right, kid, I got to get back to making the bed. It's good that Bandit's pretty light touch with the getting the girls to work it out. He mm-hmm. knows that the lever for um, Bingo, uh, sorry, for Bluey is his participation. Yeah. So as soon as he sees that, like, because you can see throughout, he's sort of saying, oh, this pillow isn't very comfy because he knows that Bingo really wants to be a crazy pillow. Yes. And then as soon as, like, the news gets a little bit wild um, and bingo storms off rather than being like, don't say that to your sister, don't do that to your sister or yeah. going hard on the discipline is kind of like, oh. Solidarity strike. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a very unionised family now that I think about it. <laughs> well, actually, we are talking about Mount Mum and Dad the other day. Chili does call them comrades. So, um, yeah, there's red healers under the beds, people. <laughs> All right, I'll play. Really? But I want to be a crazy pillow. Okay. Yeah! Crazy pillow! Hello, sir. I suppose as a final note, when Bingo finally does agree to come back uh, to play the game... On her terms. On her terms, finally. um, It's just really nice that you can clearly see that the girls are having just as much fun as when they were playing previously. Yeah. And, yeah, I quite like the fact that um, Bandit's like, well, bugger the housework, you know. <laughs> uh, let's use it to catch yeah. the crazy pillows and stuff instead. In that situation, I would prefer he'd been doing something that he wanted to be doing yeah. uh, a bit more than housework. It doesn't shock me that Bandit is a bugger the housework type. <laughs> um, but that said, we do see him being fairly committed to the laundry. So yeah. perhaps um, I shouldn't be so hard on him <laughs> and look i have to say that when um shelly comes out i was like i thought you said you were going to clean the room i was like it is pretty clean yeah, like, really there's a doona on the floor there, yeah. there's there's marie kondo at work here oh, like yeah. i saw that i was just like hold my beer <laughs> <laughs> like literally you could clean that room in about 35 seconds yeah like, put the doona on the bed and a pillow up and you're pretty much right so <laughs> We have um, some work to do in embracing the minimalist lifestyle in our place. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There is just no chance. Um, we would love to hear about your housework habits and if you've taken <laughs> the healer Or your dodgy hotel experiences. Absolutely. Uh, if you've actually stayed at the Faulty Tower Hotel, <laughs> sing out. 
Um, you can drop us a line on the socials. It's Bluey Pod on Instagram, uh, Bluey Podcast on Twitter. Just search us on Facebook and you will find. And you can get us wherever you get your podcasts. Please do like and review as we go through this final frenetic push to finish <laughs> season one. I know, uh, we've got this March 17 deadline. We're trying our best. So we'll, we need all the encouragement we can get. All the encouragement we can get. And, you know, like, you know, you leave a five-star uh, review if you have a good stay in a good Airbnb. So we'd really appreciate it if you could please like and review and, uh, yeah, give your hopefully positive, honest <laughs> feedback. <laughs> um, Thank you for staying. <laughs> in the meantime, yes, we hope you enjoyed your stay. <laughs> it has got to be done. And we'll talk to you so soon. Bye. Bye. Hello, how are you? We are very nice.